time for a Columbia check-in with State Representative Pal Guest on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. I, I love the colorful It is 7.37 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. It is time for us to talk to... Uh, State Representative Val Guest, he's joining us live on the phone right now, and we appreciate your time. Good morning. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Val, I want to thank you for bringing attention. I I mean, you really do your homework before these segments uh, for me, and uh, you bring so much attention to what's going on in the State House. One of the things that I, I didn't know at all, and I don't know how, you know, we kind of delve into the news uh, pretty deep every day. Uh, about Representative Guffey and what happened to his family, um, can and 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 a bill that came from it to protect all our children. Can you right. give us some background on this and and how this touched you and why you got behind to back this bill? And then, of course, give us an update on that bill. Well, um, fortunately, uh, Brandon is a uh, freshman, just like I am up in the Rock Hill area, and uh, he's actually got national exposure. He's been in People Magazine on this, um, and his son uh, was the, the victim of what they call sextortion, where somebody got him to do some things on the phone mm-hmm. uh, and then threatened to go public with it. And unfortunately, he ended up committing suicide. It's unbelievable. Seventeen years old. And, this, um, this happened last July, right? Right. And what happened was um, somebody posing as a woman sent him nude photos of herself, supposedly, and wanted photos of him in exchange, and then extorted him for money and said, "If you don't give us money, we are going. We are going to publicize these photos." And one day, he was so overwhelmed that he couldn't pay, and he didn't tell anybody, he shot himself in the house. It's unbelievable. And and one of the last things he did was send out a a heart emoji to all of his friends and his his dad and mom. And it was a very uh, heartbreaking story. And through this, I've learned that, you know, it happens way more than we we thought it would. Um, I, I think when the bill finally got passed, he read a list of about 15 to 20 other young people around the same age that had committed suicide because of the same thing. Wow. Um, so it, it's been, uh, you know, this is a, it's a feel good story now because we've gotten this bill passed. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason that it came about. Now, um, what is this bill that got it got passed? Did it go to the governor's desk yet? Uh, yes, it got signed into uh, law on last Friday. Okay, they had a uh, so it got through the. It obviously started in the House. It went to the Senate. They approved it, and the governor had a uh, signing uh, last Wednesday. I mean, last Friday about. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's it's now law. So it's. It's a it's a it's a good thing, and hopefully it'll protect some young people from being in the same situation that uh, his son was in. So this is um, this is H thirty five eighty three, 
It will provide recourse for victims and send a strong message that sexual exploitation in any form is a serious crime that will not be tolerated. It also provides law enforcement with the tools they need to hold perpetrators accountable and bring justice to the victims. And you fully supported this um, bill. From day one. Yep. And uh, it's been, you know, like I said, he's one of the freshmen in my class and. Mm -hmm. Actually, kind of, it's one of the things that kind of united the, all the freshmen that we all got behind it from day one, and yeah. um, it just kind of like a tidal wave mm-hmm. going through the to, through the house and then to the Senate. And actually, when the Senate passed it, he was there, and they all walked by and shook his hand as they went out of the uh, House mm-hmm. chamber that day. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. a pretty emotional thing. It's been pretty uh, phenomenal I to see the House, Senate, mm-hmm. and Governor all get on the same page yeah um let's uh, talk about education now moving into uh the choice in education and we're speaking <coughs> with state representative val guest from district 106 that's in the surfside beach area correct surfside Merle's inlet uh that area okay. yep okay all right so tell us where we're at with the school choice bill and a lot of people are asking on the pcrx mobile outfitters text line the update on the constitutional carry um, we've passed the constitutional carry out of the house. We haven't gotten anything back from the Senate, so I don't know what exactly they've done with that. Um, we're supposed to, uh, we're supposed to go back into session on Wednesday to, uh, tomorrow, but they're still working out some of the, um, the budget and some things. <laughs> Hopefully that'll be one of the things that we get, but I, I don't know yet. Uh, as far as constitutional carry goes, so we are, uh, that's out there, and I, I'm not exactly sure if the Senate, how they addressed that, if they if they did or made any amendments and it came back to us, but we haven't seen it yet. Okay. As far as school choice, that's, uh, that's something that the governor, uh, talked about in his, uh, state of the state address and that, uh, I've gotten behind, uh, from the beginning. Uh, it gives parents, uh, an opportunity to figure out what education opportunities are best for their children and allow them to pursue that and not just be stuck in a, uh, a particular school that may not meet their child's needs. Uh, and, you know, let them get the education that they need in the best environment for them. So it's uh, kind of exciting. We've also uh, got some funding for that. Um, that allows uh, the cost to be covered, uh, I think, $6,000 per year uh, for the child. Uh, and that's not part of the state education budget, but this is separate funds that are available. Now, in the bill, it does say eligible uh, elementary and secondary students. So there is a kind of a ramp up for this, right? Is that is the ramp up in the bill where at first you're going to help certain populations and then move on to general right. is that in the that's bill correct. completely okay so yeah. explain that so a little bit were, so the 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 six thousand dollars there are it is going to be a need-based at least initially and i think the information i sent you indicates that this is just the beginning that we're hoping to uh continue with this uh next year when we get back to columbia to ramp it up and uh make t- things available for other students that may not have a, a need, but 
<coughs> excuse me, but still uh, will have the opportunity for school choice. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a first step in a process. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, now the other thing is reforming child custody. Why is this important? Why did this bill come into play? Does this have to do with divorce or um, situations of domestic violence or child abuse? Um, I would say it, it, it's more mostly in divorce and domestic abuse situations. I, I won't say, uh, I mean, in divorce, uh, potentially domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, this is a situation that we've put a law into place that, you know, one of the parents can't basically kidnap the child, take him out of the state or even out of the country uh, before the other parent has a chance to get in front of a judge and and keep that from happening. So it allows the, uh, it gives the court some guidance as to what they need to look for to determine whether they should issue a, uh, what they call an ex parte order. That's an order where they don't necessarily hear from both sides. They have information that they need to do something immediately. And what, my experience is, as uh, as an attorney, is that what the judges will do, they'll issue the order, and then they'll set a hearing fairly quickly so that if one side is basically not being truthful, they don't get this order forever and ever. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it's just to give, you know, parents some, uh, you know, some peace of mind that they have a, a way to make sure that, that their child is not going to be taken away from them and not be able to find them or get them back. Right. Uh, in a situation where the marriage or the relationship just hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what other uh, things that we need to know in this Columbia update? We're speaking with State Representative Val Guest in District 106. Well, we're still working on getting the budget passed. Mm-hmm. Um What's the sticking point? Is there a problem with that, or? Well, the we've done our budget. The the House has done their budget. The Senate has done theirs. Then you have uh, some provisos to kind of tweak the things, the the different uh, areas. And right now, the uh, they've got a joint committee that's meeting, trying to iron out the differences. In the two, um, and uh, I, we got an email this week that, that it wasn't as far along as we had hoped. Mm-hmm. So we will not be going back up there tomorrow to deal with that. Um, and, and it's not just the budget, but it's on, uh, like I said, it's on constitutional carry. It's on other mm-hmm. issues that we just, we've passed or they've passed, and we've gone back and forth and trying to get them ironed out. Okay. Um but I think the budget's going to, I mean, you know, from what I know about it, we've got a lot of good things in there for Horry County. We're going to be bringing in some money for some of the roads. Great. Yeah. Um, teachers pay and security at the schools, uh, first responders, um, law enforcement pay. So it's got a lot of good things in it that I, I don't think are issues, but it's the other things that just have to get ironed out before we get the budget passed. Okay. Uh, before we run out of time, I just have two more questions. First thing is, I need to ask you about the municipal election reform bill. 
is this something that's close to getting passed and and will it make our elections um safer if we get it through the senate it will be a good thing it will give more uniformity to the municipal system throughout the state where each you know each city uh, or town when they had their elections they're kind of on a different cycle than the state and federal elections sometimes. And so it's just trying to get those on a, <clears throat> a set basis so everybody's playing by the same rules and has the same schedules and, you know, for the appellate process, if, if it's a runoff and uh, different things like that. And they just, we didn't have that. And it's, it's clearly that's going to help um, and it's going to, I believe, make it uh, more transparent so that people can see what's going on better than maybe what's going on in the past. Okay. We like that transparency. That's definite. Uh, one more question yeah. from our PCRX Mobile Outfitters text line, Val. Passed, uh, let me see, there was a passed bill for exempting military pensions, uh, income tax in South Carolina. Uh, will they do the same for retired police and fire? We are working on that. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a process and we're trying to do that for, uh, you know, all of our first responders and people that, uh, that, that are out there putting their lives on the line for us every day. So, um, I don't know that it's going to be out this year, but I, I know that's something that we're looking at and trying to get past. Um, so that's kind of what's been going on. And then just to kind of, uh, you haven't asked about it, but, Last week, we spent over 24 hours on abortion, yes. getting a bill passed, mm -hmm. trying to get that. Uh, it's actually a Senate bill that we're hoping that we'll get back over there and they will. Uh, we made a couple of uh, amendments, but with their blessing, I believe, and hopefully we'll get something on that. Yeah. That's, uh, that was a. That we was a big topic. We spent, like I said, we spent two long, long days. Mm -hmm. Last week on yeah. that over twenty four hours of uh, time in the in the house before we got we, uh, our version out. We talked with the lieutenant governor Pamela Evett about it, and we had asked what were the minor changes or the few changes that were made, and she didn't know. Um, but I mean, <laughs> do you, can you mention them quickly here? It was. It, it, I'll be honest with you; I don't have it in front of me. Okay. But but basically, it was um, trying to. Uh, make sure we don't run into the same constitutional problem that was there for the heartbeat bill mm -hmm. that came out last year that, or the year before that the, the Supreme Court shot down. Yeah. So I think it was some things to try to make sure we get we, it passes constitutional muster so we don't have that come back up. Okay. Val, thank you so much. Real quick, how can people reach you if they want to ask you any questions? Sure. Um, obviously, you can go online and you can Google me, but I give you uh, my cell phone number is 843-222-4131 or valguest for com. All right. Thank you so much for your time and, and thank you for the hard work. We appreciate it. Liz, as always, I appreciate you, you allowing me to spend this time with you and Nick and y'all have a great week. You too. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.